0: Welcome back to MZBC, the podcast for August the 16th, 2022, Mike Reagan and uh, Pastor Russell here coming live from the reclaimed lair at Mount Zion Baptist Church, Jonesboro, Georgia coming to you on a Tuesday because Monday nights don't ever work out because the devil works on Mondays really hard. And Mike doesn't believe me, but I promise you it's the <laughs> devil. <laughs> Mike thinks I have something out about recording on Mondays, and I almost do. We 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 used to have um, we used to have staff meeting on Mondays, and we stopped doing that because it was like who wants to stay late on a Monday to have a staff meeting, and it was like not me. And so we that's it, almost true. But yesterday uh, we started soccer season again, so Elijah's rocking in that. Um, it's the only sport he does, so it's the only one that you got to take him to practice and that kind of. Video stuff. games
1: aren't sports. Video games,
0: I mean, technically, yes, they have uh, e games that people play and can get scholarships, but I don't think he's really
1: playing. that's a real thing,
0: dude. It's a real thing. I wish I could do it. I mean, Elijah probably wishes he could do that, um, and he may. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how they figure that out, but there's a real thing you can get a college scholarship, um, playing video games. I mean, obviously, not I don't think Madden or football, baseball games, but I think you can get playing different games for sure. They showed, um, you know, you don't care about sports at all, but you've seen the pictures and the stuff on the videos about just the, the locker rooms and how nice they are and all these training facilities. They have those same nice things for, like, e-gaming, electronic gaming, and these dudes have these nice setups in there. And even in Alabama, Georgia has them for sure. And uh, so, yeah, man, there's a lot of ways, Mike, to 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 do sports and get, in, get into college that you could care less about. <laughs> you know you can get a scholar, uh, college scholarship fishing, right? I mean, did you know this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, maybe you can go back. You're already back to school. Maybe if you're looking for a scholarship, you can. Uh,
1: the thing is, I like a, to fish.
0: So you don't want it to be. I don't a, want it to be. Because <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I, I have read stories where people, uh, it was, it was actually a golf uh-huh. is what the story was related to. hmm uh, apparently this guy, I, I don't even know what, how I got reading it or it was just in a book I was reading. Apparently his dad was a professional golfer and then he worked in, the mm-hmm. I guess, a golf store at one of the
0: golf courses. Golf courses yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And people would come in, probably of your stature, <laughs> and would talk to him, I guess, but they befriended each other. He said, man, I want to be a professional golfer. And my dad looked at him and said, do you like golf? He goes, yeah. He said, don't become a pro. Yeah.
0: When it becomes your job, anything. Um, When I went to this golf store in Atlanta, uh, maybe like six months ago um, to do like this little lesson thing, the guy working there, I was like, do you do this every day? Like, do you have lessons like this? Or like, what does your day look like? And he was like, yep, I'm here every day selling the dream. (laughs) So I felt like at that moment... He was talking about me, like the dream of ever being good at golf. So I wanted to just walk out right then, like you're right, dude. I'm never. You're right. I'm never going to be good. So I just leave. Uh, but it was just funny. There's a bunch of people like me out there that uh, never will be good at golf, but we think that equipment will help, and so we let go and do that. And I got to mm. give them here selling the dream, baby. And so it kind of goes to what we're talking about tonight. We're not selling the dream. This one's true. So
1: <laughs> this is not a pipe dream. Yeah,
0: it goes right along with it. So. Um, but yeah, so and,
1: and plus, I don't, I don't have a competition spirit.
0: You don't have a competitive spirit in you at all. You're just like whatever. Mm-hmm. You wonder if your son's gonna get a competitive spirit. Does he already have? Like, does he want to race you and like mm-hmm. win when y'all do stuff? Yes. I bet,
1: Dad, I'm be- I bet I'm faster than you. I said, Yeah, I'll bet with you. <laughs> I'll put my money on you too. <laughs> yeah, I bet you are. And he'll run down you. the hallway as I, was like, yeah, good job.
0: You're right. <laughs> You're right. You are faster than me. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. I guess I've never.
1: Um, so I'd make you a deal, go buy your own running shoes. And he's like, what? <laughs> like exactly. We need each other. Yeah, <laughs> we do. Yeah.
0: You're one of the only people I think I've um, ever. I'm trying to think that 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 I would consider a close person in my life that could care less about sports. It's like it's just in the, it, even even females like that that are like my friends and stuff. They even like sports and have a favorite sports team and all this. We're bonded by blood.
1: (laughs) The blood of Christ. Not sports.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's good to see. It just shows you that Jesus can bring
1: you. But I I think even the first time we ever met, we were. What were we doing? You were coming to look at my roof. Oh,
0: yeah. So, I mean.
1: You and Haley hit it off real good. Mm hmm. We always making fun of me I think like... we're, yeah
0: I think problem children always hit it off well together, and so you know you kind of get a sense right away. I guess you.
1: I just kind of come in on the tail end because you're my wife are friends. yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> I have that with a lot of people um my Heather's like uh not big on having a lot of people around her. she's like you, she's cool with like just chilling or whatever. she's like, that's not my friend, that's your friend, that's not my friend, that's your friend you won't talk to them no (laughs) (laughs) she'll talk to you but like she's like you you have a choice between um just chilling at home or being around people yeah i mean you would say you'd go to the the woods or the water but she would rather chill at home so um different i I actually have heard
1: the phrase introvert yeah Mm -hmm. and i looked up the meaning Mm -hmm. and i was like That's why people call me introvert, because I never really knew the meaning of it. And I was like, I thought it was kind of like a hermit crab or something, you know, just a hermit. It's like, no, apparently it's along the lines of, they're not, you know, egotistic, but. No, it
0: goes, yeah, and it's uh, just like, it physically drains you to have to be around people and, um. And, and, I'm going to be in those type of that. settings. It, it's a thing. And a lot of people are that.
1: Introvert meaning. Let's see.
0: A lot of people are introverts, So I think.
1: Well, it says a shy person. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't necessarily. Like, there's got to be oh, more. There's got to be shy. another part of that definition because I know some introverts that aren't necessarily shy. Let's see. An
1: introvert is a person with qualities of personality type known as introversion. Which means that they feel more comfortable focusing on their inner thoughts and ideas rather than what's happening externally. Yeah, they enjoy spending time with just one or two people rather than large groups or crowds. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm gonna say, yeah, on that. But when it comes to this or Wednesday or you know church service, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm all in it.
0: Yeah, that's why I was going to say. I don't know that it necessarily. Uh, I agree with the shy part because some of the most introverted people I know are not shy. Like if you can just get them in a small group of people, they're they will they get ext- them warmed up. Like you, you're not shy, and you're an extrovert when we're in a small group. Mm-hmm. Now, if we were to go to somewhere where there's a hundred people, you may go off in the corner and not not be around anyone. I have no idea. Ball up, start crying. Other than church, I've never been anywhere with you where there were more than a a handful of people. So you ball up and start, no, you're joking. But I think some (laughs) people may do that um, if too many people get around. Um, But some of the most, like introverts tend to, I guess I've experienced, there's some introverts that tend to work in ministry too. Like even Mm. God uh, works through introverts and you should see some of the... um, faith, I think, that has to go into it when you're an introvert and, and God calls you to ministry. Um, some of that scripture that says um, like the building up of your faith, like what's the one that's like endurance? Uh, this one leads to that and that one mm. leading, I can't think of it right now, but you know what I mean? I it, think it's Long Paul. suffering leads to perseverance mm. and perseverance leads to this and you know, all those things. I just see that in introverts that God calls into ministry because every moment of every day, like they're Okay, God.
1: It's like character, hope, and hope, and this and that. Yeah, yeah it's like. A, yeah, I'm, it's gonna, like I'm a, gonna have to look it up now. It's
0: like, a, God, I'm gonna follow you today, but I'm super uncomfortable with it. Um, but I've seen some introverts uh, serve and do great jobs, also. So, um, God uses all of us, Mike, even ones that don't like sports. Which it's sad for you that you don't like sports, because college football season is coming right around the corner. I think we're mm-hmm. down to like 18 days, maybe. And you could care less, and so it's like wasting my time talking about that. I'll throw a
1: football with Levi. And that's about it.
0: Yeah, it will, as you're trying to not be competitive and out catching you're like, Dad, can you throw it that far? No, nope. but I bet you can.
1: You'd be surprised how far I can throw a football <laughs> now.
0: I'm sure you can. You go to the beach, you can probably throw football a football. What does throwing a football got to do with the beach? You throw football on the beach. You hang out. You just play games. Well, You're not gonna. Where does the last time you throw a football on a football field?
1: We I mean, never. <laughs> now, we used to play neighborhood football.
0: That was my point. You're definitely not playing. And yeah, Not
1: only that, but we also rejoice in our afflictions because we know that affliction produces endurance. Endurance produces proven character, and proven character produces hope. This hope will not disappoint us because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Romans 5.3.
0: I like that one, but there's one in James I think is is speaking to the same kind of perseverance leads to this and leads to that. Um, my my I'll terrible find it. my terrible memory points somewhere towards James, and I could be totally wrong because mm-hmm. my memory is terrible. But um, but other than that, not much is going on this week. It's been a, a quiet week and and weekend. Um, I did finally. Play I think off.
1: Peter does one too. Let. Perseverance complete its task, so you will be found holy and blameless.
0: Sounds good. I <clears> do know <throat> that is the scripture. Yes, mm-hmm. I heard it. Let it How does the course? pastor not know that? Come on, what are you talking about? I you mean,
1: even introduced so yourself. Sure you remember aside. the
0: whole Bible i think I'm that's doing, not
1: the whole bible
0: it's, i mean but i know a it's lot of a piece other ones, of the bible i know a lot of other ones
1: so, well so, you picked this one out <laughs> it, well no i did not
0: i just told you i was paraphrasing it that i just know it goes along with it um i was just trying to make the point that introverts have to rely heavily on the holy spirit and god's persevering uh strength is all i was saying but uh I got nothing else going on.
1: I went right back. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Found it. We got three I of them this time. Uh, There's actually in James and Peter. Let's see. Mm-hmm. That's probably isn't the one you were looking for, but this is James. Mm hmm. Well, James 1, 2 through 4. Consider it a great joy, my brothers, whenever you experience various trials, knowing that the testimony of your faith produces endurance, but endurance must do its complete work so that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. That's the one I was just thinking of. Mm-hmm. And then, what else we got? Second Peter 1, 3 through 9. 2 Peter 1. Make sure I'm in the right Peter. (laughs) His divine power has given us everything required for life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. By these he has given us very great and precious promises so that through them you may share in divine nature, escaping the corruption that is in this world because of evil desires for this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with goodness, goodness with knowledge, knowledge with self-control, self-control with endurance, endurance with godliness, godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love, for in these qualities are yours, and are increasing, they will keep you from being useless or unfruitful, in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, the person who lacks these things is blind, and short sighted and has forgotten the cleansing from his past sins.
0: You don't want to be useless.
1: Don't no. want to be useless. <laughs> we got a lot of that around. All here. of those verses. Not go, here, but go. yeah, in the yeah, world, in the world, <laughs> society. <and> Jones, no <laughs> doubt. Yeah,
0: there's not much useless. There's not many useless people. out still don't, I so think there's, there's another
1: none. one. There's um there's another but, one.
0: But all three of those point to my point. It's like um all of those things are a journey that we're on. And uh we've been talking about faith for the last several months here. And um that going back like to Romans. Seems like the more and more and more we talk about faith, the more God shows us these um real life examples of people living out their faith and um keeps our conversations around being faithful and even conversations that people are texting me after Wednesday night about um, leadership <laughs> are all kind of surrounded around faith. I'm weird not, questions. Yeah.
1: And weird I forgot questions. to look up something to go along with the question that Claudia asked. Yeah. I forgot what? to look up. I actually had her write it down.
0: Yeah. Probably a question we can go ahead and dig into. Oh, that's the one that she was asking us the other yeah. night.
1: So I did forget to look it up. Did, did Jesus have divine insight on the people oh, yeah. he discipled?
0: And her point was, just because everybody wasn't in that class, um, she was saying that as we are, because the whole point of their whole Bible study is lead like Jesus out in the workplace. Everywhere we go, our real life, are we influencing people for the gospel? And she was saying, um, do you think that Jesus had the upper hand like he had um, an advantage over humanity because he was the son of God and that he, when he spoke to his disciples, he knew exactly what they needed to hear at the exact moment they needed to hear it um, because he was um, the godson, and so we were discussing that, and um, we I we we didn't do any research, obviously, because Mike said we just forgot about it. He just read it, but um, the discussion went in different, not in different directions, but it kind of hovered around. We think that Jesus, when the scripture says he emptied himself of his deity, that yes, he didn't have. Um, the 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 superpower, I guess, or the ability to uh, know um, in advance, like what you needed to hear before you heard it. But the reason he did know what you needed to hear before you heard it was because he was so in tune with God. Isn't that kind of what we were, we were kind of yeah. following? And, and, and we were saying everything we talked about so far in the book of John, how Jesus continues to go back to saying, not my will, but God's will. Everything I do is because the Father sent me. If you know mm-hmm. me, you know him, all those kind of things.
1: And Paul wrote here in Philippians, I just looked it up, Philippians 2, and it's titled Christ's Humility and Exaltation. Mm-hmm. So two fives where I'll start. Does make your own attitude that of Christ Jesus, who existing in the form of God did not consider equality with God as something to be used for his own advantage, like you just said. He came to do what God wanted him to do. Mm-hmm. He probably, and then you got to think. It's like, well, Jesus, would you even think about coming down here? He probably, mm-hmm. went, no. <laughs> yeah. if he hadn't asked me, I wouldn't be down here. So seven, verse seven. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming the form of a slave, taking on the likeness of men, and when he had come as a man in his external form. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. I guess if it says obedient to death, even death on a cross, I would almost think the way it's worded, instead of just living out his life until he expired, mm-hmm. just lived his life out, he, he allowed himself to be arrested, uh, punished, and then crucified on a cross. Because mm-hmm. we, we got to think when this was written, who he was writing to, the Philippians, and their mindset. Mm-hmm. For this reason God highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee will bow of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. And something that that I said in class, this was mm-hmm. a few months back, it may have been last year, is we were we the the question does come up how is God or Jesus Jesus, the man, and then Jesus God, the God man, so to speak. Uh, and you know that that could go on for years discussing that but i just kind of looked like we were we were actually going through John i said i'm i'm almost wanting to see it as jesus was himself so he's going around just doing jesus stuff doing guy stuff but then when he was baptized and god put his spirit into jesus now he's fully Well, I'm going to say he's, I'm just going to say he's 50% connected. And then when he went out to the wilderness, passed it, now he's 100% connected.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, So every time he did something from then on out, other than human stuff like eating or using the bathroom or drinking or something, that was God working through Jesus. Mm -hmm. When he raised Lazarus, he was working through Jesus. So at that point, I would say... He's God-man. Mm-hmm. But when he's sleeping in the boat, he's just Jesus, mm-hmm. the man. So that's kind of how I, I kind of broke it down. So he allowed himself to be used uh, when he fed all the all the people. That's when God was working through Jesus.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, you know, the debates. Well, he said all authority is his. And I was like... That's fine. I said, I'm trying to understand it. That's the way I can try to understand it.
0: <laughs> and I think that, that is exactly how I understand it, too. I've never even thought about that until she that the question was posed mm-hmm. the other night. Um, so, this,
1: so he probably didn't know who Judas was. It was just another guy. And then God said, hey. Watch that guy. Watch him.
0: <laughs> watch him. I, I like, like the message thing. version. Do you ever read the message? I used
1: to. It kind of bundles several verses together.
0: It does bundle several together, but it also writes it in a way that um, is easy for simple minds to understand like mine. But in the same, you read Philippians 2, 6 to 11, right? That's what you read? Yes. Yeah. So it says he had equal status with God, but didn't think so much of himself that he had to cling to the advantages of that status no matter what. And so that's kind of what we were saying. Like he didn't, he humbled himself to the Mm -hmm. point, which is what yours said. And then at
1: the same time, when he was being questioned, "Are you the Messiah?" He said, "I am." Like, oh, Mm -hmm. so. He was claiming he was, "I am the great several times
0: also, he kept saying, "Well, you said it." When they kept asking that, "Are you the King of?" You said it. Are you you the? You say so. You yeah. Is this
1: your own words or somebody else (laughs) telling you to say it?
0: Yeah, it says in verse seven. It says not at all. When the time came, he set aside. The privileges of deity and took on the status of a slave and became human. Having become human, he stayed human, and it was an incredibly humbling process. He didn't claim special privileges. Instead, he lived a selfless, obedient life and then died a selfless, obedient death, and the worst kind of death at that, a crucifixion. Because of that obedience, God lifted him high and honored him far beyond anyone or anything ever, and so that all created beings in heaven and on earth, even those long ago dead and buried will bow and worship before this Jesus Christ and call out in praise that he is the master of all to the glorious honor of God, the father. So, yeah, I absolutely think that
1: is it. I, I'm almost willing to think that when they say death on the cross in, in biblical times, that was execution. It's like the electric chair today oh, yeah, or the worst, yeah. lethal. I mean, that's the worst mm-hmm. way possible to die.
0: Yeah, and it was the lowest of the low died that mm-hmm. way, like the, the raunchiest of the criminals. But I definitely think that we're on the right path. I would have to do more studying before I said this is definitely the answer. But I think that just through our conversation the other night and our conversation now that Jesus didn't have special insight because he was um, the godson. He did have special connections, though, because he was so close to God's will. And he probably
1: did it that way. To show us they connected to the head
0: and it's the same thing with us right like yeah, yeah absolutely he did i mean yeah sorry to cut you off but that's ab- absolutely what he did while well, i he, was
1: trying to cut you off he
0: was <laughs> <laughs> we wanted, we were cutting each other off on purpose he was definitely always trying to show like look because if he wouldn't have emptied himself 100 percent and did it like with a little bit of god's help you know what i mean like he has an advantage over us and yeah he would like, have well, yeah, a slight it, advantage uh-huh. and so since he didn't do that he did it the same way that we're challenged to do it 100% depend on God and just give him all we have he just did it and that's to us that still seems like unbelievable and how could you how can you do that but I mean come on Jesus did a billion things that we could say how that's unbelievable how did you do John that John said there was
1: so much stuff we couldn't, <laughs> he could we couldn't.
0: Fill, fill volumes and rooms mm-hmm. and rooms and the rooms. earth wouldn't contain it yeah
1: so. Well, he said, I suppose the world wouldn't
0: <laughs> So, yeah. So that was a good question, though. Uh, we we challenge mm-hmm. people to ask us any, any questions. I, and it'll um, come up again. It'll definitely come up again. Um, that question came up because we were trying to end class really quick because the question I originally asked just <laughs> threw me for a loop, and threw the class Which for a loop.
1: Which you say was in the book.
0: 100%. No. You can read the question. I, think no, I don't that, want to read it. Listen, question. what wasn't in the book was, I guess, my explanation of the question. And I think that's where the confusion came in. <laughs> I think if I would have just been quiet, it would have been like, there wouldn't have been a great answer because people didn't understand the question 100%. But it wouldn't have got it off the rails like it did when I started trying to explain it. I mean, it was just, I felt myself just, you ever start talking and you're just like, Just digging deeper. talking. Yeah, I quit talking. And you won't? Nope. And you keep going. <laughs> You're like, but I gotta explain what I feel like I just messed up, and then you met, then then something. Then you them. messed that up, Now
1: you're <laughs> trying to explain that. When one person is looking
0: at you kind of sideways, okay, I keep talking, but there were like five. Like, what is he saying? And like, I, I like, don't, I do, I don't know. I couldn't even. Remember. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. The point that they were making in the book was, um, and I think the way I got out of I got out of order on that was the way they had it written was I think I, they had the question that you were supposed to ask. Um, above the actual paragraph you were supposed to use. And so I read the question, but then didn't use the right example that they had given me. I used <laughs> the one above it that was for the other. Anyway, totally. And that's changed.
1: kind of where this question derived from, <laughs> whatever that question was. It did,
0: yeah. Uh, well, that question was like, what, uh, what was the benefit of Jesus sharing information with his disciples? Yeah, that's, right. that's what it was. And I was like, well, they were like, what does that mean? To acquit them. Yeah, and it was like a super simple answer was to equip them, yes. And to, the scripture says, equip the saints, you know. So, yeah, that's what we're doing. But then
1: Russell took uh, over.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all I was trying to do was get people to expound on that. Like, okay, yes, equip them. But, but why? how? Why and how? Yeah. How did it happen for you? And in that, why is that a benefit? It, like, it just. it just. I was just trying to get people to say all this stuff people already went off know the about, you know, building people up, <laughs> self-confidence, self-esteem. Um, making your ministry stronger. Everything we've been talking about for the last like 16 weeks is only, I was just trying to bring it all together and say, oh yeah, here it is. Because remember the whole point of the lesson was up to this point, we've been like casting the vision down to people. I'm the leader. Here's my vision. This week we were turned in that upside down and going, okay, I've given you the vision. Now go do it. And like supporting your people. So the whole point was like, why is it important to support your people? And that's all I was asking. That is not what I asked, though. Even to the point where I was like, can we just end class You've you confused yourself. Someone pray, <laughs> i confused myself, and then it was off the rails. And then, you know, as a teacher, I don't know if you ever experienced this, but if you get confused, it's very hard to get back on track and never make another good point. So I don't know if I did or not, but I just sent an email out. I had told everyone before class, I'll send you this um, picture of the memory verses. And so it gave me an opportunity to just say, um thanks for sticking with i got today. the email and
1: then it was like i don't even know what happened
0: <laughs> yeah just so i just mean, i remember i said hey did you get it she goes me. yeah i got it just thanks for sticking I actually with me saved and not walking it. out yeah um but yeah
1: thanks for sticking with me tonight some lessons are easier than others <laughs> <laughs> enjoy the rest of your week see y'all I
0: was just hoping people came back on Sunday um, after that it was, like I just run half I mean, the congregation it was something else but you know it, it was probably way worse for me than it was for, it probably wasn't as bad as um, I'm making it out to be but when you're in the front and like 30 people are looking at you and you're not making sense ugh, that's one of my biggest fears and so it doesn't happen um, often um, so it happens do it, it happens and so it was I fun. do it
1: sometime. like I'm, I asked this question and I said but I don't even know what that means <laughs>
0: <laughs> I liked your method though I told um, Heather that I was going to start doing your method you said if you're studying a Bible study and there's a question you'll ask Haley and if she goes what or that does not make any sense you're like okay that, yeah that let's scrap that here. question go Heather, I'm gonna start running that by her or, or Sean when I'm studying Say, so what do you think about this question is
1: anytime I write something yeah I get Haley to proofread it just to make sure because a lot of times I'll just get in there and I'll just uh, you know I'll just put it down, and then go back and and get it dialed in. She's a better writer. She can make things flow a lot better than I can. Mm -hmm. I just get in there and get it down on paper. All right, let's clean it up now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know how I made it through. She goes,
1: and she'll read something? So then, my dear friends, just as you have always obeyed, did you mean to write that? I was like, hang on. I said, is that a verse? She goes, yeah. And I looked at it, I was like, that's that's how it's written in the Bible. She goes, okay, it just didn't make sense. <laughs> like
0: I said, that's why it's written down. <laughs> it. God wrote it. Out. I don't know. Um, so it's good. I, I, I am I'm enjoying that Wednesday night class. Um, it's I um, like it. I like it. It's it's um it's been challenging, and there's some. It's just created a lot of discussion too. So that's been good also. Um, and it's bringing different people in a setting around other people they probably would never be around, and so that's all good. Um, so everything is uh, ministry wise at Mount Zion like I said for the last three weeks we're on the same trajectory man everything is just looking muy bueno everything is good not to be like there's no struggles but for the most part I'm not going to it in the, the
1: correct direction
0: Whatever the struggles are, they're so minuscule that we're just going to grind through them and learn through them. Because I think that no matter what size of a church you have, or what organization you have, or what you're trying to do in this world, and you own your own business, so you know this, but there's always, if you were to hire someone or have someone else doing your mi- vision with you, there's always going to be struggles. You know, there's always going to mm-hmm. be people, and there's just going to be. Well, this is the way that I and, see it. Mm-hmm, like, everyone I has I a wasn't way I concerned they see about it. your. Reason. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, I don't remember maybe, asking you. Maybe, you know, maybe. not.
1: <laughs> <it's> <laughs> but everyone. Uh, one of them days it's like, yeah. I don't care what you're seeing. Just get the job. And so there's those things
0: that happen. But for the most part, the I think I keep trying to remind myself that our mission is the same. Our mission is to um, impact our community for the gospel, to be a positive change, to be uh, people that offer Jesus to people, um, give them the chance to experience the same thing we have. And that mission has not changed, and that's what we're doing. You know, it may be on a lower scale than we've done in the past, but
1: put you on the spot because I don't mm -hmm, know. mm -hmm. What is the church's missions? Oh, the one that we were going over
0: the other. Oh, you weren't in class the other night. Um, I'll I'll say it. You know, because a lot of a lot of of church
1: congregations have have a a mission statement mm -hmm, or a faith statement or something.
0: There were actually some. I I don't know the one for the two weeks before. two weeks ago we went over the mission statement because it was talking about vision statement in our um in our study. And there was even some good discussion people brought up about, ooh, is that word still good for today's time and like should we think about changing that? Which is the reason I kind of brought it up because I think it was written probably, I'm gonna guess twenty-five years ago, just maybe when um the, the predecessor to Pastor Chris, um Pastor Pete Lumpkin was here and him and Chris in the transition. It had to be written sometime around right there when when this area was just going through different changes, you know, socioeconomic, um, all different kind of changes were happening in this area. But I'm paraphrasing it, but I'll get pretty close. But it's like um, the Mount Zion Baptist Church is commanded by Christ and demanded by our day to um, basically tell everyone the gospel Mm -hmm. through service, evangelism, um, prayer, and maybe like excellence or something like that. Um, there's another couple words in there, uh, but but that's the gist of it. And so when I say our mission is, we're still on the same mission. The mission, I think, for Mount Zion's always been the gospel, which we're a church. Duh, you say that. But there's mm-hmm. many churches that the mission is not to, you know, bring people into their circle. Whatever, we have our little thing going on and everybody else stay out, we'll be happy. But Mount Zion has always been a mission-minded church, I believe, um, from its, I think I would say that from its, Origins. It's been a mission minded church. Um, all the different faith promise missionaries we support and have over the years, I think that we, um, that's been a huge part of who we are. And so, yeah, that mission statement, the, what, the que- I'll tell you this the, the question that people asked me was the part that says Mount Zion uh, Baptist Church is commanded by Christ and uh, demanded by our day. They were like, what does that mean? And I was like, that's a good, great question. Like it may have been written in a day when that's what that's why I think it was written in the day when things were changing. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how to define what those things are, because I wasn't here in the early to mid 90s when apparently this area was one thing and now it's different. I don't know. Um, but I think that's what that means, which may mean, y- you know, we might need to look at it, kind of tweak it, update it for 2022 and whatever. I have no idea. I, w- but, I would
1: almost think it's like Jesus is telling this church to do it. Mm-hmm. Instead of his church.
0: Oh, you mean where it says it's- Mount oh. Zion
1: is commanded to do it? It's like
0: <laughs> I don't.
1: I see Mount well, Zion in the by, Bible, but not. I don't think he's talking about this church. It says commanded by God. Uh, is it, it on the website? By
0: our day. Um, let me see. Um, I, I, there's a way I can find it, but that's the gist of it. So, my point to that being...
1: I was just curious.
0: Yeah, and I'll give it to you. But the point is, like, um, when you try to... I guess you're not supposed to sit back. I guess you do have to sit back and kind of compare and contrast where we are compared to last year, not for, like, brag bragging rights or anything like I'm, that. I'm
1: going to say it again. I think a mission statement for any congregation would be the thesis. Oh, the, you just wanted, you just wanted of, to use
0: that word again. Your thesis. But
1: what is the definition of thesis?
0: Pfft. Uh, <laughs> I, would, I don't know. I know what a thesis statement is.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. In your opening paragraph, the very last <laughs> sentence is little basically to tell little. what the rest of what you're going to write is yep, about. I got you. I agree. So, so wouldn't that be kind of, of like say, a like statement of the church, the thesis of the church?
0: I was trying to find what you were saying a minute ago, and I couldn't find it. Then I was getting a text. I see see now, See, that's
1: what I do when you preach. I kind of just... Z-
0: <laughs> zone out and then you just keep just texting me every week when I'm done like hey that was good and I don't know what you said now,
1: now there are days when you're preaching and I I pretty much am on the same page with you, and yeah. I'll literally just start reading Looking other around. stuff in the book think,
0: if we were on the podcast right now this is what I would say if we were doing yeah <laughs> I know
1: or I'll think of a question and I'll write it down when I carry a pad around me.
0: oh yeah you always have that with you mm-hmm. oh okay
1: I got pens I got
0: hey, look at that markers I got you pens. Okay. Your true student sticky
1: notes a true Stinky student notes. of the game so, bag goes everywhere I go. I guess my
0: point to all that was that um things are going well, and we're just going to keep going because um, I've noticed in the last two weeks people that um we haven't seen e- even before covid um, just for some reason, our paths have crossed, and we've communicated and and um there's and, and if you ask them, they would agree there's nothing keeping them out of church other than themselves themselves but I was going to say the comfort of being at home (laughs) um I think I actually read I didn't well that's a lie that would be a stretch and if anyone knows me knows I didn't read it but I looked at a headline this week that said the number one a a survey was done done and the number one reason people don't come back to church like they did before pre-covid was comfort like being at home Mm -hmm. like it's just more comfortable and I get that um, you got to get up. You got to get out. You got to do all these things. But I wish people could experience the. Um, you do that
1: for work. Well, most well, people uh, yeah, do that get, for work. <laughs> most
0: people do, but you get paid, I guess. And if you're not paying someone, don't tell me you're paying me with eternity. They don't want to hear that. <laughs> you know,
1: it's like I'm not. I said <laughs> that's yours, not you know, mine. <laughs> no hear
0: that, uh, but so. That's now what,
1: I will confess, I was not here this past Sunday.
0: Yeah, you were not. But you had you were you were you were doing something. You were working. I mean, weren't. Were you fishing well, on
1: Sunday? No. Actually, I was working a little bit this Sunday, this mm-hmm. past Sunday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and truth be told, I was just literally exhausted. Mm-hmm. These past three or four weeks of just. Mm-hmm. I'm on the verge. I was like, y'all just need to call some ass. You need to start
0: carrying around cards of another mechanic.
1: <laughs> I'm going to start carrying that sign. You know, the end is near. Oh, yeah, oh, up. They won't it's call like, you. Yeah, don't call me. They won't call you anymore <laughs>
0: if you go around with that At, sandwich board sign.
1: Carrying the sign, walking down the road, yelling. Jesus the end is, is near. Jesus is coming. Yeah. Uh, and I, I told, uh, so, you know, I told you the deal was Saturday. I was in Columbus. Mm-hmm. That was, that was a long day. The day was okay, but it's the two-hour drive there, and then it was a two-and-a-half-hour drive back. Mm. And around 7 o'clock, my body's like, all right, time to <laughs> pack it, it in and shut it down. It's like, no, we, now this is a conversation I was having with myself. I was the only one out there. I was like, no, we, we got a two-hour drive because it don't matter. We're nope. shutting it down. I was like, no, don't shut <laughs> down right now. So when I left, it was all out of Red Bull. I knew it wasn't going to help, but I was all out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I come out, and there's a little town. Right there when I leave, they took me ten or fifteen minutes to get to it. It's called Geneva. That's mm-hmm. about that big, mm-hmm. and they had a Dollar General there. <laughs> I was like, I know they got Red Bull. So I went in there, got to Facetime Haley and Levi because they were staying at Monticello, and I had a signal there. They, well, you know, we'll call you back in a minute because they were out riding the dirt roads. It's like. It ain't going to do any good. I said, I'm here at the Dollar General, and I'm about to hit the road. And, it, man, you talk about struggle. Well, <laughs> oh, I was struggling. <laughs> so, did you make it there? Well, I got down there at 8 in the morning. Oh, wow. Saturday morning. So I left here, like I told you. I, no, I got there at 8.30. I left here. I went to the Home Depot that morning. I left here at 6.30 in the morning. Mm. And got down there at 8.30. So it's, a, it's 81 miles. It's a two-hour drive because it's all back road.
0: Mm. One night we made the wise decision to uh, leave after Wednesday night Bible study and drive to St. Simon's for vacation. And so we left about... Poor decision. Terrible decision. <laughs> <laughs> we left about...
1: After being up all day. Yeah. And then yeah. The, the lesson. We left about... Because that's a four-hour drive. Four four and a half. Four and like a half because it's yeah. south of Savannah.
0: Mm-hmm. And so we left at like whatever you get done with Bible study, and um, at like probably two thirty, two forty-five in the morning, I had to pull over, and Heather had to take over because I was not going to get us there alive. And like mm-hmm. she, you could tell. And then by the time we got there, checked into the place, slept, and woke up, we would have we would have been just arriving mm-hmm. if we'd have just slept all night at home mm-hmm. and just drove up in the morning. So. Terrible, terrible decision. On that. We've made them. We've only, we've only done that one time, and so hopefully we won't do that again.
1: And so Sunday I got up. Man, I felt like I had a hangover.
0: Oh, just from being so I was like, God. <laughs>
1: and I'd got home. Naturally, I, I was starving. So I found a pizza <laughs> in the freezer. I found a pizza. I found a pizza. And I was sitting there, and then Haley calls... We're FaceTiming. Levi calls it Face Call. Mm-hmm. Like, that's mm-hmm. pretty Good cool. Face call. And I'm sitting there, and I got one eye open. She goes, what are you doing? And I look, I'm sitting in the kitchen. I look, I say, if I can hang on about another five minutes, I'm going to eat that pizza.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did you make it?
1: I made it. You made it,
0: yeah. Nice. Yeah, man. The world is, uh, life just gets you tired lately. We're getting older, too, so... um, <laughs> You know, it is what it is. We're we're doing pretty good, though, I think, for middle-aged average Joes. I think we're doing pretty good. And I was curious, middle-aged, so
1: if we're 45, we might make it to 80. But what if we make it to 100? Would 50 be middle-aged?
0: Yeah, it would be. Um, But, see, I don't know uh, choices I made earlier in life, how long I'm going to make it. I'm going to give myself to, I think I can make it to late 80s, early 90s, I feel good about. Double what I have now. Hundred might be pushed. Yeah, definitely. My heart might not make it to a hundred. I don't know. Trying to keep exercising, man. Keep getting on this exercise bike and
1: keep. You would have seen golf. me today. I was like, I was doing some exercise. Oh, <laughs> I I'm was sure. looking
0: gorgeous. I'm sure you do a lot of exercising just by. <laughs> I do. I do. I don't do a lot of
1: exercise. I have been trying to get back into making a habit of stretching.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> Such an old man move because I just told Elijah last night you need to like stretching's really huge. It'll help you like feel mm-hmm. better and not be it will these aches and pain. It will. Um, but he's thirteen. He's like, what are you talking about aches and pains? I don't have any like chugging <laughs> two Mountain Dews, <laughs> drinking whatever he drinks. Uh, it's not Red Bulls. It's um, not Bangs Monsters. That's the things he likes. I'm like those are disgusting, dude. It's gonna kill you one day. So we started this discussion. Uh, talking about Jesus and the question that we were asked. And I we think ended up on Monster, energy, up on monster drinks. energy Drinks. <laughs> it's all it's all a part of our life, and okay. so that's how it comes out. And it, it takes us to John 14 is where we, um, where after we read last night, we talked last week, and uh, we, we read about Peter's denial. We read about Judas's, uh betrayal and how it was so... So interesting how uh, Jesus was just basically picking them apart and <laughs> telling them everything mm-hmm. that was going on in their life. And I thought it was super funny how the uh, other disciples like, what do you think? What do you think Jesus is over there telling Judas? Yeah.
1: Hey, <laughs> hey, what's he talking about? Ask him he what he's talking well, about. Was it
0: like, if he, if he, like telling him to go feed the poor? Or yeah, they, they didn't get it. They
1: like, didn't get it. And they're
0: like, no, the whole time. Jesus
1: eyeballing Jews Like, whatever you're going to do, you better go and do it now.
0: Quickly, he said, yeah, so he's.
1: And when he went out, it said it was night.
0: Yeah. So that was rough for Judas. And they're just thinking he's getting special treatments. And he's like, not even close. Not not even close at all. And he gets
1: up and runs out. And they're like, what? <laughs> Is he going to feed somebody right now? Yeah. Like right now he- Is there poor folks out there that need some money? It's like midnight.
0: Uh, God works in those wild ways. But in John 14, um, Jesus tells them after he said, um, will you lay down your life for my sake and peter said most assuredly um and then then roos- jesus tells him i say to you the rooster shall not crow till you have denied me three times
1: that's probably when god kicked in it's like mm-hmm. don't believe you
0: told him right then yeah yeah so jesus says let not your heart be troubled in 14 it says you believe in god believe also in me in my father's house are many mansions if it were not so i would have told you i go to prepare a place for you and if i go and prepare a place for you I will come again and receive you to myself um, that where I am there, you may also may be also and where I go, you know, and the way, you know. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going and how can we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth and the life. And no man comes to the father except through me. And so
1: we can, that'll tell you right there that keeping all the laws ain't going to do anything
0: for you. Mm-mm. At, I mean, It'd
1: probably give you a holy life. Mm-hmm. There's no salvation in it.
0: No. And I think what we were saying earlier that Jesus, um, did he have an extra um, advantage when he was trying to speak to his disciples and do different things? And at this point right here, he understands that theres he is special. Like he is more I, it, than it, just. Yeah, a, a human. He
1: is the bridge, he he the is door, the he's the door, he's the gate. He is the pathway. Mm-hmm. It's like whatever label you want, he put the label on him. He mm-hmm. he put it, he labeled himself. He said, "I am the shepherd." You know, I am the way. You know, I am the door. I am mm-hmm. the gate. I am the path. I am all of it. Yeah. It's like, was there another way? He goes, "Well, if you jump over the gate to get in, that you're not part of me." <laughs> no.
0: So this, just this little statement. I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes through the Father except through me, has caused a lot of um, discussion, has caused a lot of, um, and I mean, I would say arguments with people, um, trying to convince people that, but um, it's what we live by, it's what we um, are have our faith in, and it, it, so it, it, we believe it to be true, and that helping people see that, I think that's what people experience yeah. when they, and when Jesus meets them right where they are, and knows their life, and is ready to um you know step into their life and make a difference, um helping people see that he is the way, the truth and the life, and there's no other way to get to god and that's what trips people up sometimes, right you were just saying um the law wasn't it, but other there's mm-hmm. other ways i mean people will I'm a good person you know don't matter I always help out don't matter I always volunteer, you know all this mm-hmm. stuff you'll get all these answers mm-hmm. um and try the, to help people just see
1: usually that. if you put. If the conversation is rolling and then that door opens about the gospel, Mm -hmm. you know, eternity. A lot of people, well, I I think I'm a pretty good person. It's like, what does God think? It Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It doesn't matter if you're good or not.
0: Yeah, and I think I like the practice you do um, when you said that you're going over stuff in your Bible, different scriptures with people that you let them read it out loud instead of Mm -hmm. you just saying da-da-da-da-da. What Mm -hmm. do you think of that? let them actually read it. But no. um, oh, what think, do you get
1: out of it? Mm-hmm.
0: I think that when you're trying to explain this to people, um, that these are the type of scriptures you let them read, because uh, this would take you all the way back to the John uh, 3.23, um, the John 6.23, the, all these, are uh, Romans 3.23 and Romans 6.23 that would speak to all the things of Jesus that, uh, for we all fall short of the glory of God. And uh, yet while we were still sinners in 5 eight, that Christ died so when you start getting into all the gospel talk this is um, huge to get people to this point mm-hmm. in salvation it took me a long time though to, to get to that I think maybe it almost seems like too simple it's like too simple people are like
1: actually the one I'm thinking of is actually in John got a glare there 539 this is when he was getting on the Pharisees, because they knew they knew the Torah. They they knew it forward and backward. Uh, and look, hey, somebody even marked it. Look at that, <laughs> good job. And it says four witnesses to Jesus, and where this you, is ba- this from? is John five. Okay, going back a couple of chapters. And I'm just, 39, verse 39 is is the point here, the thesis of what I'm about to say. I'm stuck on that one tonight. Yeah, you are. I'm just going to pick up in 37 and read to 40. It says the Father who sent me has himself testified about me, you have not heard his voice at any time, and you haven't seen his form. You don't have his word living in you because you don't believe the one he sent you. 39 is where I want to get you pour over the scriptures because you think you have eternal life in them yet they testify about me and you are not willing to come to me so that you may have what we just talked about Mm -hmm. life so people like well I know the Bible is like but do you live it do you Mm -hmm. apply it to your life
0: I mean, even if you kept going in in what you were just reading, it goes on to to keep saying, um, "I don't get honor for many," says, "but I know you that mm-hmm. you do not have the love of God in you. I have come in my Father's name that you do not receive me. If another comes in his own name, how will you receive? How can you believe who receive honor the one from another and do not seek to honor the one that comes from the only God?" Uh, do not think that I shall accuse uh, you to the Father. There is none who accuses you. I uh, just saying all these things so back mm-hmm. to his point right there. And I'm sure six.
1: that could be a little hard to accept, but you have to see what he was doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he wasn't just talking it. He was living it. He, he was showing it publicly. Mm-hmm. Not everything, but and a the, lot
0: of it. And the group that he's predominantly with right there, had witnessed and been trained up in the sacrificing yeah. and the and all those things. Yeah, he was
1: with the. We'll just say the Sanhedrin because it mm-hmm. was Pharisee and Sadducee. Mm-hmm. More Pharisee than anything, but they were they were both there. Both mm-hmm. groups were there. And so, and, and he was correct. They knew it. They they knew the law of Moses. They call it. And I just read a read an article. In a book, that a professor was—he was a the theologian professor—and this guy came to his, to see him one day, and it says, "Hey, uh, I have—I think it was one of the Psalms, or or something. There was a a book, one of the books in the Bible. He he knew it." Mm -hmm. and he could speak it in Hebrew Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and the professor was like that's impressive you know he goes well if you come over to my house on this day I'll give it to you Mm -hmm. so the professor went over there and he did it and I I can't remember what book it was it may have been a a, a whole chapter in a book or something because the professor at that time was going over that particular book in the Bible And so the guy sat down and they, you know, they, they're sitting there and he starts in, he goes, and he, he did it he did it in Hebrew forward and he did it in Hebrew backwards. He says, wow, that's really impressive. And then he come out and said, and I'm an atheist. Oh, wow. I was like, they, the reason I think the reason that atheists know it better is because they want to read it, maybe to disprove it. Mm Mm-hmm. So if you're really into something and you want to pick it apart to disprove it, you're going to pour into it. Mm-hmm. And he, So he knew Hebrew. But I would almost think he probably knew Aramaic, and he knew the Bible. And I tell the guys in the class, or I used to, I said, don't get into no debates with people about what the Bible says. <laughs> Whether they know it or not, I said, don't argue with them. Mm-hmm. And especially if they claim to be atheist, I said, don't, don't even go down that road.
0: <laughs> so I guess uh, anyone yeah. can memorize it. And like the professor, because
1: uh, cause we were going over mm-hmm. knowing it and then applying Just it,
0: knowing it. Yeah. Knowing yep. it and applying it. I agree. Yep. And so uh, Jesus is telling him, look, I am the way I know you've been trained in this certain way and I know that you know the, what the truth is. and I think for some of them, he was like, "I know you love God and want to." And then so. you
1: could jump from so. five to fourteen here. He goes, yeah. "I am the way. I am the truth.
0: I'm exactly what I was just telling you about." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's huge uh, to understand that, and I think that's what uh, gives us the the ability to go out and, and and go with confidence and boldness because we're not ever trying to convince anyone uh to follow us anywhere (laughs) it's like Mm -hmm. you don't have to like me you don't have to even uh you know me as a person doesn't even matter um the one that sent me is the one that matters which is the same attitude jesus had is what we want to have um look i got it
1: i want to share it with you mm -hmm. but if you don't take it and And accept it i still got it and i'm gonna get on down the road i'll
0: say this for the record that most of the times when i get situations to stand up and share it People are more than willing to listen. Like mm-hmm. i fairly rarely, rarely have had someone just tell me, I don't mm-hmm. want to hear that. Like, honestly, I can't tell you one time anyone's ever said, I don't want to hear that. Maybe they were thinking it, but they listened and then they moved on. Now, I don't know what God did with that, but like we say all the time, you don't know if you're planting, watering or, or harvesting the seed. So mm-hmm. it's all a part of the journey. Um, I just think that being willing and doing it is the battle. <laughs> and then like what happens mm-hmm. doesn't matter. It's just like, do it. Um, and see what God can do with it. Because this is what you're giving them. You're giving them, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. It doesn't matter about you. just You go mm-hmm. in the Father's name, and that's where you get the power from. And boom, okay. I just did it in an example as a human, so take that, he told him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I didn't do it with any special purpose. Threw
1: his arms out like what?
0: Like I wasn't. What you got now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, did you play Mario Brothers at all when you were younger, the video game? like when Mario, I watched it more than playing when it. When first started out, he was like a little bitty guy. But then when you hit a mushroom, he would grow into the big, strong Mario. So Jesus did it without being like the mushroom infused. I ate too
1: many mushrooms. <laughs> I'm still the big guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, for for our sake and for our blessings, uh, we, we're out there promoting Jesus, the the one that is the only answer that is the the way, right. the truth, and the life, and the scripture just reaffirms that. And so many times you hear this, um, John 14 used at um, funerals, but I think it's super important to understand. Uh, yes, That's Jesus tells right. them in the very beginning, don't let your hearts be troubled that I'm leaving, but I'm going to prepare a place for you. And the way that you can make sure you get to that place is by accepting the fact that I'm the only avenue to get mm-hmm. there. And if you can understand that in your life, there's huge opportunity for change and hope and peace and all of those things, which is what, pushes Mike and myself to be here and record and to live in people's lives and to uh, encourage and do all the things that we do because we want someone to see Jesus through our example um, on this earth. So closing thoughts, Mike.
1: Well, I just had a thought that uh, I'm sure he won't mind. Gerald and myself, we were in a, we talked the other day. (coughs) Yeah. I thought it was good to hear. He actually called me Saturday, but I was, I was working down there, and I didn't have too good of a service.
0: Yeah, it's always good when people move away and they mm-hmm. reach back out to you. You know that you had an impact on them, so that's, I think that's cool. And so we
1: we got in a discussion because I had just finished up a class, and he's he's already been down it, and we were talking about that mm-hmm. about one lesson in that class, and <clears throat> they got in a talk in one of his. Sunday school class he's in now he's out in Arizona now mm-hmm. and you know we just it was great you know we were just bouncing words and thoughts off mm-hmm. of each other as yeah. it really it boils down to this so he said to them I'm going to back up a little bit I'm in Matthew 22 here when the Pharisee uh twenty two, thirty-four, when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees they came together, and one of them, an expert in the law, asked a question to test him. Teacher, which command in the law is the greatest? And this is, I paraphrased it because I didn't know it at the time. He said to them, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and most important command. The second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself, and this is what, uh, what we agreed upon all the law and the prophets depend on these two commands Mm -hmm. he said the entire bible is wrapped up in that command Mm -hmm. and they both carry the word love in them Mm
0: -hmm. it's like if
1: you get that you're well on your way
0: yeah that was the part of a huge part of our discussion the other night was how do you put love in action other than just Mm -hmm. talking about it but and that's what yeah what we're trying to do right put it love into action what Jesus was doing
1: so, so that was awesome yeah love. enjoyed it Gerald Yeah, if you listen, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: appreciate you so thank you guys for uh, joining in uh, whatever time of the day it is I don't know when you're listening to this or doing this but we appreciate your support um, any questions like we said uh, you can email send them text them call Mike he likes to talk he not like to text or so call him um, you can come to Wednesday night Bible study at 630 right here at Mount Zion uh, where we will continue doing lead like Jesus uh, so that's been going really well And then always join us for Life Groups, Sunday morning, 930s in church at 1045. Uh, The more of us present, the more of us involved, uh, the more chance we have of inspiring somebody with the gospel. So come out and be a part. We would love to have you. Until then, um, God bless, and we'll catch you next time.